0: previously on AGR podcast. We are here to unpack what feminism really is because we feel like society has probably misconstrued what it means. We're going to be talking about why did feminism even start, you know, from the word go, why did it start? How has it been impactful so far? What has been the current trends? At the, at the present day and age, people nowadays call themselves Gen Z. In the current generation, what, how are people advocating for feminism? What needs to be done more? What should not continue? What should we disabuse? What should we promote? And overall, we're just going to be sharing our insights based on our personal or our friends or our acquaintances experiences and just shed our own light on feminism and what we think it
1: really is, especially in the current day and age, and especially in the African context. I don't know that the, the same breeding system is the same, whereby girls and boys are not graded the same. Yeah. But you find, you find that now girls are performing much better than boys. Uh, mm-hmm. When I was in law school, I remember like when we were divided into farms or what you call group works, mm-hmm. we out of 10 members, we only had one man hmm mm-hmm. we were nine ladies so does that tell you that uh the male species is endangered
0: yeah you are listening to agr podcast brought to you by village pillars empowerment project agr podcast is available across all podcasting platforms i'm your host valerie waswa Enjoy. Yeah, hmm.
1: uh, there. Are, though, though there are aspects that I, f- I feel like men. Uh, we are, we are yet to get there when, when it comes to gender equality and women. I feel like opportunities now need to be readjusted, right?
0: Okay. Yeah, I think there's something that you brought up that maybe we can discuss before. You said something about how every step we take forward for women Mm -hmm. takes a step back. And I'd just like to ask you, first of all, in the form of a parable or a proverb, something of the sort, Mm -hmm. do you think that lighting someone else's candle reduces the person who is lighting? So for example, do you think if, You get to light your brother's candle. Say you have a brother. Do you think it Mm -hmm. reduces your light in a way? In the literal sense, like you have a candle and you light theirs, which is off. Do you think it takes something away from your light?
1: It does not take away my light. However,
0: Mm
1: -hmm. a candle that is not lit behind me will never get lit let me let me put it into context this way mm-hmm. uh our candles are being lit by fellow women right yes. Wangari Madhai, Mother Karua they stood yes. up for our rights and they were like uh we, we want this two-thirds gender rule and many other women who yes. we cannot mention uh they came out to say you know what this is what we want for our girls and you and I are here because of that right mm-hmm. absolutely but if Yes, but I feel like our fellow counterparts are not doing the same. Women, that is. No, men. Men Men are not doing the same. Okay. Yes. So my candle has been lit by another woman whose candle is still lighting, but are our men doing the same? In lighting women's candles, that is. In lighting both women and men, and especially men. That is where the the backward step is
0: coming. Oh yeah, now I get the perspective. So I feel like there are two things here. One is mm-hmm. the thing you mm-hmm. said about affirmative action and uh, mm-hmm. how you know a big number of your classmates were female and sent to university, a big number. In, I mean in Kenya School of Law and, and also in law school were a big number were women, and even when results are released, a big number of women. And I, I get mm-hmm. that because. We need to always keep at the back of our mind that feminism is not a movement for women. It's a movement for Mm -hmm. gender equality, meaning women 50% and male 50%, and not Mm -hmm. women 70% and male 30 So that means that we are advocating for equal social, economic, and political rights for
1: both men and women. That is why we are having this conversation, because Mm -hmm. had we not seen something wrong, then we will not be having it. Um, Yes, we are trying to promote women rights, but at the same time, as we try to promote gender equality, we can foresee the future and we can see that we are possibly leaving our male counterparts behind.
0: behind. Should
1: we continue what is going on now, then in the future will be female-dominated. As a feminist, I would say I'm... Uh, that's why, like, the definition says I'm advocating for gender equality, not necessarily whether it's men or women. Yeah, but, Rachel, let me ask you, if,
0: mm-hmm. if uh, you have two kids, right, mm-hmm. and one mm-hmm. kid is mm-hmm. more emaciated than the other kid, mm-hmm. this mm-hmm. one kid has more health conditions, and does not have mm-hmm. appetite issues, and this other one eats properly. Mm-hmm. Whom are you going mm-hmm. to give more attention? Whom are you going to give more food? Is it this emaciated one, or
1: is it the healthy child? So that You've both said your kids, something kids can thrive. <laughs> yes, I will answer you. Yes, this is it. You have said more food, not food. Who will you give food? Both uh-huh. need to be fed, right? Uh-huh. Both need to be fed for sure uh, we are going to give the one who is emaciated more food, food. yeah without neglecting the one who is already thriving aha uh-huh. okay 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 you yes put it that way so yes so what we are doing currently is that we're giving the emaciated one more food and forgetting that this other one too needs to eat so that we create a balance
0: uh-huh. I, I totally get you. I, I yes. totally get you. And this conversation is a very complicated one because uh, it is <laughs> because there's this thing called um positive discrimination, and it's actually embodied mm-hmm. in the constitution of Kenya as affirmative action, where they say that mm-hmm. is it the constitution or is it the government will take steps to provide affirmative action to ensure that mm-hmm. the bill of rights has been realized and sometimes affirmative action may mean if a if Mm -hmm. a company has 20 female employees Mm -hmm. they will announce Mm -hmm. and say male applicants allowed it's discrimination Mm -hmm. but in a positive way we can't just have all female employees or if a company has male employees 90 percent of them are male employees they may need to positively Mm. discriminate and say the next 10 positions, we are going to give it Mm. entirely to women so that we can achieve Mm. the balance. But then I think maybe Mm. what you're trying to say is that sometimes we may forget as we go back to the context of this emaciated child, we may forget that Mm -hmm. not taking care equally of this healthy child may make him eventually emaciated as well.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, You know, it's funny a job opportunity was posted in one of my platforms and it and it said uh f- female no male employees male counter male applicants male are uh, yes male persons are applicants are, are encouraged to apply and of course we all went there and said oh this mm. is gender discrimination mm-hmm. somebody asked a question that shut us all down and they were like what if they actually have exactly. so many female employees
0: yeah very very true and uh, yeah. i think that is the conversation that most of us are not willing to understand to you know have and actually i was having this conversation with my mom you know people like us who are first are deputy parents yeah <laughs> and she was say- mm-hmm. she was Telling saying about how- it <laughs> <laughs> yes and she was saying how sometimes like the parents leave out their boy that that they are Their sons, their sons, when they bring Mm -hmm. up both of their children, because so much emphasis Mm -hmm. is put on ensuring that this girl child makes it all the way to university, does not get pregnant. And all this while, Mm -hmm. we don't know that for us to achieve gender equality, we have to equally bring up our boys the right way, teach them how to be men of quality, men of good character in the society, tell them, not only tell men that women that don't wear revealing clothes also tell men that don't go around raping someone's daughter because they're wearing revealing clothes. And so the disbalance, Mm -hmm. not only in opportunities, but even in things as little as upbringing and bringing up moral moral upbringing. Absolutely. I feel like Mm -hmm. we start getting it all wrong there. And this assumption that men, I don't know, is either an assumption that, men will just f- find their way out as a man, which is also a gender stereotype mm-hmm. against men. Like, even in Wanaume, you know, you just figure it out. If a, man, if a mm-hmm. boy comes, to, comes back home late, they will not be talked mm-hmm. too badly as a woman. And before we know it, there is moral decadence, mm-hmm. and we get that most boys are not progressing. We get that there is a broken society in terms of women are really empowered but they're not equally empowered men as well. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I totally agree with you. And I think we are on the same page when we talk of I, I like the, the the analogy you you gave of the emaciated child and the normal mm-hmm. child. And I think that is what affirmative action is.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That um though I'm 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 giving this one more, yes, but I'm also maintaining the health of this one.
0: 100 percent and uh i would just like us to now talk about um the realities when it comes to gender equality from a perspective of a woman right because feminism was something that started to achieve gender equality by advocating Mm -hmm. for women's rights more because um historically the woman the girl child has been oppressed more has been given less opportunities the norms, everything has been to the detriment of the woman. And so let's, let's uplift them. So when we look at it from mm-hmm. a perspective of women's rights, women's development, the girl child, and all, all that good stuff, do you think women's mm-hmm. rights, do you think in terms of development, social, economic, political, do you think that mm-hmm. women are at par with men,
1: especially in Africa at the current age? um no they're not currently no they're not um probably maybe the strategies that have been put in place in the next five to ten years i hope we will be i really do hope but as of now we are still yet to achieve gender equality um maybe the main question is should be will we even get there looking at some of the realities that we face um, in terms of uh, gender inequality, when it comes to also the mentality that we all have, including we women ourselves, are we willing to push ourselves to that level? So some of the realities um, that I I, I will think of, Mm -hmm. are, for example, sexual harassment, though it has reduced with time, and the Sexual Offences Act, I say, is a uh, is is quite rigid. Is quite rigid. Once mm. you're caught in an offence, there you're not getting off easily. Mm. And this we are telling you from a legal perspective. Yes. Um. Though it has really come to hell, it has not reduced catcalling. You're just mm. walking in the street, and mm. someone just catcalls you, and because you don't reply, you get all sorts of insults. Um. Sexual harassment in terms of, like, even touch. Recently, Boniface Mwangi, the famous Mm -hmm. Boniface Mwangi, the human rights activist, Mm -hmm. on his Insta stories posted how his wife was sexually harassed in his presence.
0: Wow.
1: Like, they were walking with his wife somewhere in Machakos, I think. I'm not sure. And uh, the wife, the guy who was driving, I think he touched her. Yeah, And so when he recorded that story and put it up on Instagram, many women came out to say, yeah, even me, when I was walking in Nairobi, somebody just Mm -hmm. put his hand in my breast or in my bum and, and, and walk like nothing happened. And even the men around him, instead of even, um, um, coming at him and telling him what he did was not good. They, they just minded their own business. So sexual harassment has been, and defilement, when you go to court, you see the sexual cases, the sh- sexual offenses cases, the defilement cases, even on children. A um, lot. They're devastating, yes. Uh, also that, I will tie it with security. Like yes. right now, okay, well, at the time that we're recording, this is, is at night. If you tell me to leave the house, I cannot do that without thinking mm. of my security, which is not the same thing for a man right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: A man will just walk out and be like, Oh, let's meet. Like it's, it's 9 PM. Let's, let's meet out. Let's have a drink. I, I cannot think of that. I have to wait, think of the security measures. I have to think of getting an Uber. If I get an Uber, is the Uber, is the Uber driver safe for me is uh, where I'm going safe for me. How will I get back? You know, because there are so many uh, insecurities out there, maybe because we are the weaker sex and we are mm-hmm. seen not to fight enough for ourselves. Yeah, um, I don't know whether you have more before I delve yeah. into, um, okay, just just take it take it along before I talk about t- tokenism, which is something yes. that I have experienced myself, <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Um, I would like to talk about the experiences that I have faced being a women's rights activist and having, you know, been in communities where women are marginalized, talking about like the deep rural parts of Western Mm -hmm. Kenya, the deep rural parts of the slums, you know, in Nairobi County, interacting with women there has made me to realize that just because all my life I have never struggled to afford a sanitary towel does not mean that we have achieved, you know, um, access to period period products. Mm -hmm. There are still Mm -hmm. so many women that, are in hundreds of thousands that are we're just talking about kenya hundreds of thousands that cannot afford something as basic as sanitary towels that you know sanitary mm. towels let's say for a floor in a month maybe you may need the the 16 pack which costs 116 shillings that is basically one dollar one dollar a month mm. but you're talking about one dollar a month that a woman cannot be able to afford that level of poverty Mm. you know and some women have to go to the extremes of getting into sex work and prostitution or some of them just have to give up school and drop off or get married early just so that they can get someone who can help them afford those parts So when you talk about access to period products, we are still far from it, and and it's not just about access, but that shows economic inequality. There is high rates of poverty among women, and this is because of um systems, systemic. Inequality. It started with girls not being allowed to go to school. As a result, you get that most people, their mothers, do not have any normal, do not have any formal uh, source of income. As a result, it becomes a generational kind of poverty. And so it goes on and on and on because you can't afford to have a, a solid source of income because you have not afforded a quality level of education you can't afford parts something else mm. is the high rates of teenage pregnancies and again these teenage mm-hmm. pregnancies are as a result of structural inequalities you talk to girls and this is something i've noted especially in rural communities more than in slums you talk to i ever conducted a survey, uh, in 2020, when there was a high rate of teenage pregnancies in Kenya during the COVID-19 pandemic, I conducted a, an online survey asking people, why do you think there's a high rate of teenage pregnancies? I talked to girls in a certain village in Western called matisi and most of them say that the level of poverty at home, you look at the level of poverty at home, so someone who owns a motor, bike a motorbike and Uzi comes to you and tells promises you heaven on earth and so you feel like just because they're not even well off but that they can afford at least two meals a day because at home you can go a day or two without food that person can yeah. a Quingisa box and they give you pre- uh, they make you pregnant so you get that these yeah. high levels of teenage pregnancies again as a result of economic inequalities and all that and so because you cannot afford to like coming from a privileged family where you get you give birth and go back to school you have to drop Mm -hmm. out of school school. Yes, Yes. and something else is also about unequal pain this is something i learned about now this is more of now not really for the marginalized communities so what i'm trying to say is that there is gender inequality not only for the man- marginalized communities but even the work woman like you and i actually are still facing gender inequality with all the education we have with all the opportunities we have the society is not treating us equally as male our male counterparts so uh i was doing my judicial attachment back in campus and uh, you know mm-hmm. the, the first is it a week or two you are attached in a court registry and so the court registry yeah. there was the lady there was telling me how she was working in a certain insurance company as a salesperson and she mm-hmm. used to do most so in the in the in the department there were three it was her mm-hmm. and two men so she was the only lady and she used to do mm-hmm. more of the work because she was so, so passionate about marketing and it's also something mm. she's really good at so one day mm. her computer broke down and so she, and mm. she always used to work extra hours because of passion of course and so she mm. she asked the colleague Ile to, uh, can i use your laptop as they're living mm. so Ile the, mm. the colleague was like okay sure you can use my laptop so in using the colleague's mm. laptop she actually realized that she looked mm. at the invoice, is it the invoice or the paycheck, the paycheck, mm. and realized that this guy is being paid three times more than him.
1: Mm,
0: than her. Yes, than, than the lady. And the year was mm-hmm. 2013. So, we are not talking about things Would that are happening in 1960s. Mm-hmm. Yes. So unequal pay at workplaces Mm -hmm. is really a thing. And I talked to a lot of my friends who like have businesses or have Mm -hmm. like they are employers and I asked them, Mm -hmm. if you have a male and female employee, who will you pay them the same if they're doing the same work? And all of them were genuine with me and they said, no, we don't pay them the same. Mm -hmm. If I, ten k women. If they, I'm paying the man ten thousand, I will pay the woman eight thousand. I'll ask them why. Ativo two, evil two, just like that. The man see he's the provider of the home, so see he will need more money. They work harder. Women have a t a t. Sikuza t- t- period. Sazingina sikuje. Ama nini nini. There's just this perception that women men deliver better at the workplace. So you would actually yeah. be shocked to know that all of you or some of you listening to this, you may be shocked to actually realize that you're doing the same work at the workplace, mm-hmm. but you're being paid 2000 3000 I don't know, or even twice or thrice less than your male counterparts just by the virtue of the perception that a man does more or a man mm-hmm. is providing. Not putting into context the realities of single parenting and how single mothers is really a
1: thing. Yeah, you know it's it's so sad because I mean I'm in that space now of, of looking for a job,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and um, of course when you walk into an interview, some, there's some uncomfortable questions you're asked like, are you married, mm-hmm. and um, and your your I think. I asked I asked a HR person who happens to be a friend why why would they ask such a question and especially when you're a woman mm-hmm. they're like because first of all when you're married they they they, are, they tend to think that you're not paying rent you're not providing mm-hmm. you're not providing mm-hmm. food so they rate your salary then secondly you're going to get pregnant and go for maternity leave and of course they will incur an expense for those days that you'll be away that they'll be paying you without and you're not you working, working. they do <laughs> want to do your work yes so that's actually one of the main reasons as to why most corporate companies not only corporate like most most organizations tend to favor male mm. employees over female employees which sets us back because now you graduated with someone but 5 years from now he'll be married you'll be married you'll each have two kids but your yeah. career you, for your career you'll have nothing to show or very little to show it's sad
0: very very true and maybe i think that's all for me with regards to the reality just to paint Uh, a picture for people to know how mm -hmm. inequality is still a thing so you wanted to say something about tokenism
1: yes um i think i'll call it political participation and decision making Mm -hmm. whereby of course right now and we are so glad of the constitution that it has tried to create gender equality. Mm-hmm. But uh, when you look at it it's like most of these positions that we are given as women in terms of leadership and political participation are more of like a token or rather more of like to achieve in order for us to achieve gender equality mm. then we're doing this we're not giving you this because you are capable of doing it but we're giving given a chance we will have given a man <laughs> Wow like for instance <laughs> You have seen you have seen in this in this five year tenure, tenure before now we get into the elections. Yeah, you've seen how our women representatives have been treated, right? Uh, there are always yes. scandals that don't make sense. Mm. There are always mm. scandals that don't make sense, um, which tends to bring the question: uh, Should that seat even be there? You even look at the kitty that the women rep is being given, and you're like. Um, This is ridiculous. This is a person Mm -hmm. who stands for gender equality in the whole county, yet has no funds.
0: Yeah,
1: to move, it's more of like, oh, we need the represent, we need the numbers in parliament, the male and female numbers in parliament, and Mm -hmm. they need to equate to a third of you. So, and it's funny because trickling down here where we are, Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I sat down when I was preparing for this. I sat down and thought, do you know, I have always. I think I've always been so bitter when given a leadership position because Mm -hmm. it's given to me out of tokenism. Allow me to call it that. It's not more, it's not because of what I can deliver, Mm -hmm. but because of uh, the fact that I am a woman and the office already has enough men. And now you need, we need to, create a balance and now you're, you're told. so when I thought about it actually apart from high school where I had the privilege of serving a school captain all the yeah. rest I have always deputized a man mm-hmm. and I'm not saying it out of bitterness or ranting <laughs> but I, it, it just dawned on me oh my god I've always deputized a man and sometimes I tend to be more aggressive than the person who yes. should be taking up the role the person I should be deputizing and you're told you know, you find yourself being told in, in, in so many words, yes. sit there and be pretty and nice. You're just there <laughs> to be seen and not heard. You know, and it's, yeah. it's, it's devastating. So I can only imagine what our women face, our, mm. the women leaders face up there at the top uh, when it comes to maybe judges, the, the yeah. well-celebrated Supreme Court judges, the judges of the mm. Court of Appeal, not only in the judiciary, in the executive, in parliament, and even in corporate, you're like, how many more women are facing this?
0: Very true. And uh, this is yeah. just, and, and you know, we could go on and on and on and on, because really we have the we have the statistics with us. We have the experiences with us, mm-hmm. either of ourselves mm-hmm. or of people we know just to show how, far we are from gender inequality and I like the fact that you started this conversation by saying that Mm -hmm. you actually are oblivious of the fact that you know a step that you could be taking forward for the woman could be taking a man back so we are not Mm -hmm. here to say that we are just pushing forward for women's rights alone we are also uh, Mm -hmm. oblivious of the fact that men's rights are are human rights just as women's rights are human rights. And so we we both are people who believe that men and women's rights have to be equally advocated for. And we do not despise that. Yeah. So I would like us to... Yeah, move- absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. So I would like us mm-hmm. to move to something else. Um, and this is... uh Wow, this is... We probably are going to cut this into... Like part one and part two. So I would like us mm-hmm. to talk about toxic feminism. Because we are saying mm-hmm. that yes, the woman has been oppressed for a very long time, and we've shared all this little, just this is a drop of the ocean to show how much mm-hmm. women are being discriminated and all that. Mm-hmm. But we do realize that people are using this movement wrongly, as I said in the beginning, people are using this movement taking it for a uh, taking advantage of it expressing Mm -hmm. their anger turning it into something it really is not and so i would just Mm -hmm. like to take the ball back to you do what Mm -hmm. do you think are some of the examples of things that you have seen heard or read about that you really feel like no now this is too much it could be an example of something you have experienced or you've read about whatever that you just feel like you no, know, now this is bordering, this is bordering insanity. Do you think that there are instances where sometimes feminists have taken it so far? And what do you think should be healthy feminism, if there's such a word?
1: Um, absolutely. Um, just like I said, um, when I talked of talk, 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 tokenism vis-a-vis ability. Mm -hmm. Uh, sometimes sometimes we find ourselves using um, gender inequality or feminism to get to get opportunities Mm -hmm. or um, we base we back up bad actions even by our leaders uh, that and we're like why 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 are you treating her like this don't you know she's a woman you Mm -hmm. know sometimes even like um cases that are supported by movements and you're like ah i i, I think this is beyond her being a woman yeah. maybe when you're calling out a leader for doing something wrong and uh, of course the government comes hard on her and women are up up and about demonstrating and we we, we put up a, a quote-unquote petty show yes. right yes. we are like Uh, we are supporting one of our own because we are women um i was reading an article that you sent me by mark manson Mm -hmm. and he defined feminism to be philosophical feminism and tribal feminism Mm -hmm. philosophical is whereby like um me in my me as myself you as yourself we advocate for women's rights like yeah in our different circumstances when we see inequalities we address them right individually yes
0: Yes.
1: that's philosophical tribal is whereby you and I come together with 10 others and we form a group Mm. and we create a sort of cult a sort of cult that um, that advocates for women's rights and sometimes can be toxic that Valerie if today you you did not like your boss and went and slapped him, and then your boss mm-hmm. fired you. We are up in arms saying, mm-hmm. "Why? Do, why did the? Why did your boss fire you? Why didn't he fire the rest? Why only you? That's gender inequality. That's gender discrimination. You know yeah. such things. Using, using uh, like the movements can sometimes be toxic. They can sometimes be toxic, and they come about like pushing for a baseless agenda, let me call it that. Casing point, yes. what happened to Shafiweru and mm-hmm. DJ, what's his name? DJ John Falme, DJ John Falme at Homeboys. Yes. And yeah. Granted, whatever they said was wrong, but was it so wrong to the extent that um, EABL pulled off like their mm. their campaigns from the entire Radio Africa, like not just homeboys. and yes. Radio Africa is huge. So many radio stations. Yeah, so many other radio stations that they have their campaigns on, yes. but they decide to pull it off just because uh, Shafi and uh, Jumfalme made a rather careless statement that yeah. could have been addressed by just a, an apology or maybe a suspension. Exactly. or so exactly. just having been addressed as the two of them, but such extreme measures because we are promoting gender mm. equality or we are going against gender discrimination and promoting women's rights, I, don't, I, I think it's rather extreme.
0: I totally agree with you, Rachel. And uh, yeah. I totally agree with you because we, we, we know um, of, of uh, attempts by the SAID Shafiweru and DJ John Falme on social media to make apologies, but people say the apologies sounded not Mm -hmm. convincing enough. They were apologizing Mm -hmm. just for the case of apologizing. And maybe just not to go into the details of that particular scenario, but just to say that, uh, and this is something that my former gender law lecturer always keeps saying, is that with Mm -hmm. equal rights come equal responsibilities. So you cannot always advocate for what serves you. And when you are Mm -hmm. held to the same um, threshold as your other mm-hmm. partners you want equal everything right so mm-hmm. when you talk about responsibilities are we willing to also take up equal responsibilities for our actions if it was a woman yes. who was making such a comment about mm-hmm. a man and saying mm-hmm. that okay this man was done for this and this by a woman mona haku mona uko will the society mm-hmm. treat her equally harshly as it treated the mm. man, and this is something that I, I I think I shared with you when we were talking about this conversation over the phone, and I was telling you there was a video that was compiled by some social media influencer whom I happen to forget the name, and it was a video mm-hmm. of a lady who was recording herself inappropriately touching uh, men, like on mm. the stair, on the on the on the staircases, on the malls, in mm-hmm. public places, like. Up inappropriately rather I would even put it and say that it was sexual in nature and mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. TV hosts who would make rather sexual remarks on of the male mm-hmm. guests saying something like oh you've been working out uh, unbutton your shirt so we can see something that mm-hmm. if a man would be doing that would we mm-hmm. have handled them would we have handled th- those situations as lightly as we did with these women are we putting as a, as a, a, a movement whereby we only want what works for women but we don't want to hold them to the same account uh, edgar barry uh, a blogger on instagram was doing a thread on her, on his instagram stories and he was talking mm-hmm. about how uh he, it was a thread about uh violence against men and he was asking mm-hmm. men to reach out. I think it was something to either men's month, men's awareness month or something. And he was asking mm-hmm. men to reach out and talk about instances where men are also abused. Because I can confirm to you that men are equally abused sexually, mm-hmm. physically, verbally, emotionally, especially emotionally and economically. <laughs> yeah. And and uh, you know, because the society expects you as a man, man up! Don't talk about these things. What will they think of you? They will. You are a man. Mm. How can you be? How can you be abused? You know, like how Otangula came out and said how he was being assaulted physically by the wife. Mm. How the people people are siding with 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 the woman and attacking him and making fun of him, saying a whole man, if not a man, mm. a lawyer man. How can you be? Assaulted by your wife, you see? And so many men came out, especially motor motorbikes men, and they're saying how sometimes women would inappropriately touch them. People who would say, like, sometimes their female bosses, a male uh, employee, their female bosses touch them inappropriately. And, you know, such things that happen to women also happen to men. But do we give the same attention to such instances? Sodomy. The other day, there was a student who was sodomized. Mm-hmm in one of our high mm-hmm. schools in Kenya would yeah. did you give that matter the same attention would have given
1: if it was a girl who was raped in school yeah. you know yeah yeah I, I i totally agree with you when i saw the story i think it was at aquina's high school i i, I felt yes. so bad i felt i don't know where we're going wrong mm-hmm. should the should the men be supporting is it that the men are not speaking enough for their fellow men? Because, mm-hmm. come to think of it, when when uh, like if, if such a scenario would have happened in a girls' school, it should have been women. Fida would have been up in arms. Maybe there should be a movement now advocating for for male rights. You know, um, what you've you've talked about that, and you've reminded me of the other bodies that also boniface featured, other, uh, whereby uh, men men were being killed, right, mm-hmm. and thrown into riviala to rot, and uh, mm-hmm. there were over I think sixty bodies. I think I'm not sure yes. the number, but and all of them, all of them were men. You know, mm-hmm. I watched that hashtag trend, but no single person talked about the women or started the hashtag. They stop killing our men or. I, I, I watched that story die a natural death mm. and to date it's like, it's like we were talking about it last year yes, it was a few weeks ago it was sad, it was so sad you had it been women mm. I'm telling you we'll we even have known who the killer is absolutely so I, I don't know where the problem is and probably we need to identify where the problem is so that we start working on the solution because Things are not going well. Things are not going well.
0: Very, very true. And it's something you came, you've, you've said, and you suggested that, is it that the men are not talking more about male rights, or should we have NGOs or movements starting to advocate for male rights? And I think that is one of the problems, because mm. actually there's a project that we started at VPEP called Monomial Power, which is a project that seeks to engage mm. and involve more men to solve violence against women. So as you said, something about tribal groups, you know, where by now people are put mm-hmm. into groups, men, women, and so it's a men versus women thing. I really feel like mm-hmm. we need to all come together and advocate for each other's rights men and women can come together and advocate for women's rights because we all are a product of a woman and a man coming together. We all somehow have a mother and a father, whether they are physically or not, but we are a product of a biological male and female. And so by virtue of that, we have female and male friends, female and male colleagues, whatever. We can somehow understand what our other counterparts go through. And so I think one suggestion that I can put is that men and women need to come together and put the same effort in advocating for each other's rights so that when I see a male coming out and saying how they have been sexually harassed I will put the same passion and the same anger as I would if it was a woman so that's one of the solutions Mm -hmm. that I think can be uh can can be done I don't know if you may also suggest a solution as we try to seek and Wind up this conversation that cannot be concluded in one
1: episode. <laughs> I I I really love that you've you've made me realize that solution that we need. It's we cannot say men fight for men and women fight for women. Mm-hmm. It's all of us to come together and uh, and contribute and say enough is enough. So then it makes me feel bad that when I felt so bad about those yellow bodies I did not hear my voice and probably
0: Mm.
1: our fellow men or even fellow feminists wanted just one voice and then they will push for it so I I, I love that solution probably the other one would be educate, 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 educate Mm. both your boys and girls on gender equality, there's no lesser human, whether boy or girl Uh, there are no gender roles uh, nowadays, cooking, cleaning yes. are, are necessities for anyone to know. I mean, bachelors are living in their own houses. Mm-hmm. Do they wait for their mothers or their sisters to come and cook for them or clean for them? So cooking and cleaning basically is like be- taking a shower or brushing your teeth or feeding. It's a basic necessity, that you, basic skill that you need to know, right? So educate your children. So that when we are growing, just as you're educating your girl to sit properly, educate your son that it's it's not okay for you to touch people, educate your daughter, don't go touching people, don't go insulting people, right? Yes. Also, we need more people to join this conversation. Mm. We need more people talking about this so that we that way we also educate people who are still thinking of the old chauvinistic ways
0: yeah um i think we have done the much justice of course this cannot just we can't share everything feminism is a deep layered uh, conversation that has so many things we've not talk about not talked about gender biases we not talk about there are so many things we need to be talking about but i think this is a good step in the right direction and i would yeah. just like to sum it all up by saying that it is everyone's responsibility and um yeah basically i would like to take this time to say thank you so much rachel for the enriching conversation
1: i really enjoyed having you here thank you so much for having me valerie it's always a good time when we meet
0: (laughs) yes absolutely and so guys Mm -hmm. um I would like to say thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you're not following us on our socials, can you do so at Africa Rest Podcast on Instagram and Facebook? The Africa Rest Podcast is available across all podcasting platforms. So be sure to subscribe, download, and stay tuned for more of such enriching conversations. We are back like we never left. Otherwise, right, guys, see you in the next episode. Until then, bye. Bye Nabado ziamimi na bado badiliki kunatimiza ahadi umetenda utatenda kulikana na ulivyotenda neno la kola tumu leo le ye ye umetenda utatenda ulingana na uli dyoneda nonola kola tumu leo papa mile